Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. I'm joined by Nabida once again. Thank you so much, Nabida, for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic, social media, the power of social media, content creativity, and all the things that come from social media, because not everything that comes from social media is positive, unfortunately. There's a lot of things that are happening on social media. There's a lot of fake standards being created. So all of that, all of that gist, all that good stuff or bad stuff, whatever you want to call it, we're going to be talking about it today. So, Nabida, welcome. Thank you for uh, welcoming me. And honestly, I'm really looking forward to this one because I think it's such a big topic and not many people talk about it. So I'm really excited to kind of get into the conversation about this one. I 100% agree. I think lots of people talk about it, but I don't think everyone actually gets a gr- good grip on the bigger picture here. So with that said, what do you think of social media? I think social media is like a double-edged sword. Um, it's good. Like, I, I really love social media. Like, I'm on every social media possible, even if I'm not using it. For example, like Clubhouse came out, I joined it, I did stuff on it for like a couple of weeks, and then I was like, okay, cool. But I've got every social media possible. And honestly, I... I'm in love with it, but I also see the bad side of it, and it does impact me personally as well in a bad way. Um, so yeah, that's why I think of social media, I guess. <laughs> you know what's funny? You mentioned Clubhouse, so I can't even be on Clubhouse because I have an Android, and Clubhouse is only a. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you have an Android. <laughs> this is a great way. Of You're gonna get so much hate on social media for having an Android. <laughs> Speak, speaking of hate, the other day I was having this conversation with my friend and he asked me, and by the way, I'll, I'll actually just give him a shout out, shout out to Akib. He's joined me on the podcast multiple times. And I was having an interesting conversation with Akib and Akib said to me, what is the common theme across all social media platforms? And you know, for a split second in my head, I wish the answer was love. This is literally what I was thinking. I wish I could tell you that it's love, but unfortunately, the common theme across all social media platforms is hate. And I literally said this to him. I was like, I'm so sad that I'm saying that this is the answer when I wish it wasn't. And it's wild. It is wild, the amount of hate. And, and, and we'll, get, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it, it is wild. But back to to the positives before we get into those kind of negative aspects and scenarios. I do think social media has brought a different light into people's lives that didn't exist before. We're talking about accessibility. We're talking about having data information and being able to connect with people. And most importantly, being able to meet people that you wouldn't meet otherwise as well, right? So it's... 100%. expanded your reach by a global scale which is insane but then with everything that's good comes a bit of bad <laughs> and i think that's where unfortunately social media proves to be a bit a bit sad because the amount of hate that you see on platforms is ridiculous and i've seen loads of people talk about this especially people who have huge followings on social media yeah they get it the most like they they get it so much and i saw someone the other day on on the internet say this is what they sign up for 
what? I disagree. Like, exactly, yeah. no one signs up for cyberbullying. No one signs up <laughs> for getting harassed. Like, that is ridiculous. No, no, that's not what people sign up for. Unfortunately, we Definitely just live in a, in a world where people seem to get some sort of kick of hating rather than just being kind. So it's, it's, it's insanely sad. But on, on, on the other side, if I didn't have social media, I'm so bad at staying in touch. <laughs> I, I, I would not be in touch with anyone that I know because I'm just really bad at it. And it, it also allows me to wind down and just chill. Like sometimes I'm just scrolling like and I actually see some... Because I follow different types of accounts. Some provide more inspirational yeah. content. Some provide more educational. And others are just pure entertainment, which is completely fine. I mean, yeah the memes accounts that I follow just <laughs> have me laughing every time I jump on Instagram. So there, there, there is there is a, a good and a bad. But what I think the biggest utility for social media is, is the consumption of knowledge, right? You choose yeah. on all platforms, you choose how you want to curate your feed. You can choose to follow certain types of people, which means you only get certain types of content. So you have that choice of, of curating your knowledge and streamlining your the content that you, you want to get the most yeah. of. And I think that's really cool because you do have that level of control when it comes to what data and information do I want to consume. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. No, I think definitely. I think, uh, and the thing is, you should be spending a lot of time just kind of looking at what you're looking at as well, because it's all about what you consume is what you become. Um, so I spend a lot of time like following the kind of people I can engage with. And like you said, it's important to have like a balance of content from like knowledge to a little bit of entertainment to a little bit of inspiration, because it just adds to your day. And the reality is, we spend a lot of time on social media, like whether we like it, whether we think about it, whether we don't like. First thing in the morning when I wake up, the first thing I click on is probably like Instagram. And that's so bad. It shouldn't be the case. I should probably not even be on my phone. But that's what I do. And I know a lot of my friends do that. A lot of the people around me do that as well. So it's so important to kind of curate that feed that you can really feel good about. Because like we said, social media is good, but it can also be quite bad. So it's finding that balance and creating something that you're happy to look at whatever time of the day. You mentioned that you, you're always checking your social media. I think a lot of the people listening can relate. I know I can relate myself, even though I know it's not the best thing. Like, yeah. one thing I remember someone said the other day, it might even have been you, I believe, who said that it's a form of addiction that is socially acceptable. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> and that is so true. It really is. It's a form of addiction, but that is just socially acceptable it's embraced you see when people go to restaurants or any place the first thing they do is take out their phone and take a picture before they even enjoy the moment right (laughs) before they even eat the food before they even just be present uh it's insane how we we kind of cyborgs at this point (laughs) (laughs) because we're just plugged into our phones all the time so (laughs) smart Let's get a bit into the negatives because we do know that social media brings a lot of positives, right? A lot, a lot of light into the world that would have not been there otherwise. But with everything good comes something bad, and there's a lot of negatives to social media. Do you wanna, do you wanna start off by telling us what what negatives you sort of like come to your mind when you think about it? <laughs> 
Um, I can think of like quite a few, so I'm just going to give like a couple just so I can leave some for you as well. Um, I think one of the biggest one has to be kind of unrealistic expectations that come from like filters and stuff, because obviously social media is all about using these filters. So you look at those filters and you think like, oh, that person looks exactly like that, or that person is living their best life, but they're only posting their like best content. Um, and from that, when I see stuff, you know, even though I'm quite like, oh yeah, like it does it impact me, but it does. If you're taking the same content in like 24 hours a day, it will impact you without you even realizing. And the other things that I find quite, um, I guess, negative or toxic about social media is this idea of that everyone else around you is toxic except for you. Like every time I go on social media, like the inspirational posts that you see, they're always like, oh, like, cut out the toxic people like there are too many toxic people in your life but am I toxic like how what am I doing to figure that out but social media will make you think that you're actually okay everyone else around you is wrong and everyone else around you is toxic and that can be quite bad for your friendships that can be quite bad for your relationships because again it's that unrealistic expectation that you're setting that you've gotten from social media and that you're kind of surrounded by at all times I think what you're talking about is it should be promoting more introspection because in reality yeah. in reality there are people in your circles that might not want the best for you and that might not even yeah. be visible at all times but yeah for, for from just that example you said there are people that you eventually need to cut off because they might not be the best for you and they might not want the best for you so yeah. i think but what you're saying is i think is there's not enough introspection being promoted which is for those wondering it's just being able to look at yourself and think okay do I have any toxic traits or do I have any flaws or things that maybe I could work on right because what we see on social media is all the time it's all about others like others others but where's you in the picture where's what about yourself what are you doing right and so I think that's what you get it right yeah 100% yeah exactly what I was trying to say and going back to the other one you said, which was unrealistic expectations. I actually want to spend a bit of time talking about this one. Ridiculous. First of all, ridiculous. What, what we, we have seen is first-hand brainwashing. Yeah. First-hand brainwashing. But it's so subtle and it's so embedded into our lives that we don't realize it and and it goes back to what i said earlier you yeah. are in control of what type of knowledge and data you want to consume right and then you yeah. are a product of your environment we've always heard that quote right you are and yeah. you really are you are a product of your environment yeah. because when you spend enough time around a certain surroundings it starts to rub off on you and that's all you know and so the unrealistic expectations is probably one of the worst things I've seen because especially the kids that were born into social media, I can speak for us that we weren't born into social media, no, right? Gr- 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 <laughs> growing up, it didn't exist like when we were growing up like at early ages, right? We yeah. saw social media and technology take off as we were growing up. So yes, we were embedded and we sort of definitely involved ourselves in the social media world. But it's not like we just were born yesterday and it already exists. So that's all you know. Yeah. Like the fact that our kids getting phones at such an early age, like 
No chance. How? That's crazy. <laughs> that is just crazy. Blows my mind because the other thing I think of is like, for example, when I was growing up, like you said, you know, we got social media as we were kind of getting older and it wasn't part of us like as soon as we were born. Um, but now that I see young people and they're kind of in that social media age where they've got it as they're going to school and stuff and they've got these phones, the amount of cyberbullying that they face and a lot amount of pressure that they have on them because of all these unrealistic expectations that have been set by social media. For example, a 13-year-old who might be going to school might see another 13-year-old with like iPhone 12 Pro Max and like a MacBook and this and that. And then they're just like, why don't I have that? Why don't I look like that? And that is so scary because you're getting that in you from such a young age when you've got that mind that can be easily molded to think that those are real things. Whereas like you said, we weren't at that age so we've kind of, managed to somehow figure out the difference between you know what this isn't realistic and not everyone has that but the young people that are coming up now they're just like no this is what i should have because this is what everyone else on social media has and i think even us to an extent and i don't mean necessarily us as in us too but i mean our generation to an extent even though our generations didn't necessarily got born into it we just yeah you know we kept up when it came out and stuff like that I think even to that extent, we also got a bit sidetracked by it. But the generations that are coming up now, which got born into it, I feel for those because they are looking up to all these people like with unrealistic standards. Because at the end of the day, let's be real for a second, ain't nobody talking about their failures on social media. Ain't nobody showcasing the, the losses or the L's, whatever, you know, the slang that people use these days, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, no one's doing that. Or, or, or if anyone's doing that, it's not as much as it is from the positives. People go on Instagram to post their best moments or, or as a thumb rule, generally to showcase their best moments. So when you spend so much time only seeing everyone else's best moments, you start thinking to yourself, is my life good? Is my life a happy life? Am I living the life that... You, you start basically questioning whether or not you are enough. Whether or not yeah. what you have is enough. Whether or not what you're doing is enough. And there's all these things that come from it that are just insane. Because look at young girls, for example. I've seen a lot of young girls that are just so consumed by the filters. I never post a picture without a filter. Never... You know, Photoshop these pictures, do this, this all, all these things like that just before posting a picture. And yeah. that is because they follow certain people who appear to be perfect, but we know perfection doesn't exist, but they appear to be perfect. And so for you as a young person looking at, and I mean, I said young girls, but also young boys and not even just young at this point, actually, let's, let's forget the age for a second, just both males and females that have certain content thrown at them all the time and now they feel this certain pressure that they need to look a certain way, be achieving certain things. And the worst thing is by a certain timeline. Yes. Which is as if it wasn't unrealistic enough to achieve the things in the first place. Now it's like, oh, by yeah. this timeline to make it 10 times more unrealistic. <laughs> but people don't realize that, right? And I think... This unrealistic timeline that was created, don't know how, by society and social media, 
it's almost like it's being shoved at your face. Like, why are you not married by this age? Why are you not on a six, seven figure job by this age? Why, like, why are you not? Why don't you have this car? Why don't you have this? Exactly. It's actually crazy because I, for example, I'm like 20, 25 now. Yeah, I'm 25 now. Um, and all I see on social media is that you should achieve everything by the age of 30 because after 30, life ends. I'm just like, is that really true though? Like 30 is probably not the mid, not even the midpoint for a lot of people. So how are you saying to me that I need to achieve everything I want to achieve in my life by 30 because after that life's over? And that is really scary because most of the time it doesn't bother me because I'm like, I'm only 25, I've got loads happening, you know, even after 30 that life exists. But when you're actually having a bad day, and then you see those things, you know, when you've actually failed at something and then you see those posts, that can actually really bring you down because you're like, I've had such a bad day. I wanted to do this. This didn't happen. I didn't achieve this. And now, like, I'm 25 and I'm not going to achieve anything by 30. And those are the things that can really bring you down. And that's the scary part. Because when you're good, it's okay to look at those things. But when you're down, they can really get you down. And because of that, People are constantly seeking external validation, which is yeah. my next point, which is I, or uh, well, not I, but as a person doing things to simply get that external approval. Like, how crazy is it? How crazy is it that you are looking for external validation from others to increase your self-esteem? Will Smith said this recently, I believe. Yeah. How are you looking for external validation from others to improve your own self-esteem? Do you see the irony here? It's insane. And shout out to Will Smith. I know you're not listening to the podcast, but if you if you do, <laughs> just know a big shout out. But th- the point is, just generally people keep seeking that external validation. And whilst you spend your whole life doing that, one, you'll never be truly happy because you're not doing it for yourself. And number two, you spend a whole lifetime wasting time, literally yeah. wasting time, because you care too much about what other people think. And I think followers and likes have a big role to play in this. I believe yeah. anyways, don't know what your thoughts are on, on the likes and the followers aspect of it. As as you were talking about kind of the external validation, that's the first thing that came into my head, like the likes and followers part, because it's all about how many people are following you? How many likes did I get? I think there was a point where people would delete their, or even now, people will delete their photos if it doesn't get a certain amount of likes, and they're going to repost them again to make sure they get the likes they were expecting to get. And that is just absolutely crazy that you're putting content out there just so loads of loads of people like it if they don't you want to delete it because that's not good enough and it just feeds into that point that we're constantly looking at what do other people think about me and we're posting content that other people will like not content that we care about ourselves it's about you know if I put this filter on I'm going to look even better and people will love that I'm going to take a photo at this beach because people will love that not because I want to take that photo and that is not great to be honest it's not good for your mental health we've talked about that before you know it's not good for your mental health it can really bring you down but a lot of us don't realize it just turns into a cycle where you just keep going and going and going and there's no stopping 
I think we, we've all been there at some point as well because I can't sit here to you and say that I'm perfect and that when I joined social media in 2014, I know that's probably late for a lot of people, but hey, I'm always late to the party. But when I joined <laughs> most of social media platforms in 2014, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook might have been either, no, actually, Facebook might have been a few years before, but anyways, I'm always late to social medias when yeah. it comes to joining them. I, in the beginning, was also like, oh, likes, followers, yay, right? But then after that initial phase, because, you know, I'm just learning what a social media is about, you kind of figure things out and you can sort of understand that, you know what, likes and followers, yay, no, no, not yay, not yay like, who cares, right? And so yeah. I can sit here and just for everyone listening, like, not perfect when I joined when I was young in 2014. Yeah. Like... For me, it was just like, oh wow, a whole new, whole new bubble, a whole new world, in itself. And to to bring things back to full circle, people have become so obsessed with it that they're doing the things that you just mentioned, like, oh, let me delete the picture, repost it again, let me post it with this filter or that filter, delete, and just keep trying to get a certain amount of numbers as if those numbers actually meant anything because realistically they don't mean anything it's just all in your head it's all psychological but people still want to chase it and then people find themselves in a place where they're not actually happy and they ask themselves why am i not happy well reason why is because you've been chasing the wrong things the whole time that's why you're not happy and with that comes fake goals do you want to talk about the fake goals it's it's expression but you yeah. know if you know what i'm saying yeah i think with fake goals like i think it it forms a part of everything else we've said as well around the fact of we seek this external validation to do things other people are doing and aim for things such as i want to have like a million followers because that's where the money is going to come from i want to be a millionaire because because everyone, I feel like everyone I follow on like Instagram or like I used to follow on Instagram and like social media and stuff, at one point everyone was just a millionaire and it just seemed like such an easy thing to do. It was like, you know, I'm 25 and I'm, I'm like a millionaire. I was like, oh, maybe that's like something I should be aiming for. Until I really sat down, I was like, what is wrong with me? What am I aiming for? You know, like being a millionaire or having a million followers or you know, having a particular car, because right now everyone's like, oh, I've got a Tesla, I've got this, I've got that. That is not everything. But on social media, that's what you see. People like constantly showing that, oh, I've got this. Look at me. How cool am I? And then you see those likes again, right? Like people who have those things also have those like thousands and thousands of likes. So then it connects those things together that actually, if I get this, then I can get my likes, which will give me the validation I'm looking for. And it all just comes together in a very, very negative way. And then you start comparing yourself to other people. Oh, they have this and that I don't have. Exactly. So I need to have this so that it can be... So, uh, like, it's the whole comparison game. And there's this book that I want to just give a shout out, which is Happy Sexy Millionaire by Stephen Barley. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Big shout out to Stephen. He has this book that he just dropped recently well by the time this episode has come out it probably won't be that recent but it shouldn't be a few months apart anyways and it's literally about the unexpected truths about fulfillment love and success 
And just a, a quick background. Basically, Stephen was actually. Let me see if I can just read the back of the book real, real quick, because I have the book here. So I'll just, yeah. I'll just read the back uh, of the book, which has a, a little summary, which is: This is my intervention. As an 18-year-old, black, broke, lonely, insecure, university dropout from a bankrupt family, I wrote in my diary that I wanted to be a happy, sexy millionaire by the age of 25. By 25, I was a multi-millionaire having created a business worth over $300 million. Ironically, in achieving everything I set out to, I learned that I was wrong about almost everything. The world had lied to me. It lied to me about how you attain fulfillment, love and success, why those things matter and what those words actually mean. We are losing ourselves. We are chasing the wrong things, asking the wrong questions and polluting our minds. It's time to stop, it's time to resist and it's time to rethink the fundamental social blueprint that our lives are built upon. In this book, I'll dismantle the most popular unaddressed lies about happiness that we've been led to believe. I'll expose the source of these lies, examine the incentives that fuel them and replace them with a practical set of scientifically proven and unconventional ideas that will help you to live a truly fulfilled life, a life full of the love you seek and the success you deserve. I've started reading this book recently. I'm on like chapter seven. Again, by the time this is out, I might have already finished it. Yay. But <laughs> the reason why I'm enjoying this book so much is because I feel like this book is a book that was much needed. Because it literally talks about a lot of the things that we just touched upon, but it talks yeah. about them in depth. It actually, like he said, it examines the concepts, these lies that we told, that we brainwashed with, the fake goals, the unrealistic expectations, the seeking the external validation, all of these things, like he talks about it, in sheds light to the reality of things, all based on what he learned. Because like he said, just here, he said that by the age of 18, he wrote that by the age of 25, he wanted to be a happy, sexy millionaire. And that ironically, in achieving everything that he wanted to do he realized that he was yeah. wrong about almost everything and i i honestly respect the fact that he can admit to himself that you know what i was wrong about everything that i thought was meant to be true because the world lied to me and i feel like the world is lying to everyone right now so it's not just Stephen. Yeah. i think that's why Stephen put out this book because he wanted to share with everyone that look it's a wake-up call it, like he said it's a it's my intervention or his intervention right i'm just quoting yeah. And I think it's a really good book. So for everyone listening, big shout out to Stephen, first of all, for putting out such an amazing book. I'm only seven chapters deep, but I'm loving it. And I highly recommend you, Nabida, and everyone listening to just grab the book, have a read, because he talks about a lot of the things that we're talking about today in a more in-depth way. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a great book. It sounds really interesting, and the crazy thing is, I've actually got it in my Amazon basket. I just haven't pressed like the buy button, but I thought like you've convinced me now to actually purchase and actually start reading it. So yeah, Stephen, if you're listening to this, I just convinced someone to read. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, no, honestly, I think you and everyone else needs to get it because it's such a cool book. But back to what we were talking about, these fake goals. 
are also derived or correlated to another thing that I see on social media a lot, which is toxic hustle culture. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so, I mean, this is my own personal opinion. I just see a lot of this on social media where everyone's like, you should have a side hustle. We should have, you should constantly be working is like some of the times the message I get on social media. And you know what? That works for some people. Like, I'm not saying that people who want to have a side hustle shouldn't. Like, you do you, boo. Like, if it's working for you, you want to do it, that's fine. However, it just feels like if you're not like having a side hustle or if you're not doing anything extra then you're seen as lazy or someone who's not ambitious but that's not the case not everyone wants to be working like 70 80 hours not everyone wants to have their own business some people are genuinely happy just you know with the job they have and that's okay but social media just forces you to have a side hustle because how else are you going to make that million pound like when they talk about side hustles they always say your nine to five is never going to earn you a million pounds. But why are we constantly aiming for a million pounds? Or why are we aiming to be a millionaire at all points? And that, like we said, comes back to the fake goals that everyone wants to be a millionaire right now because that's the cool thing. That's what everyone's doing. That's what everyone's aiming for. I think, well, there's a couple of things here. The millionaire bit, first of all, to become, in order to become a millionaire, the person that you have to become is ultimately different than who you are today. Not to say that you're a better or worse person, but just the mindset has to shift completely. Very so different. in order to yeah. become a millionaire, and I've seen many millionaires say this themselves, in order to become one, you need to shift your whole mindset and who you are because you need to become someone else in order to attain that. And by someone yeah. else, I don't mean change who you are, but more like improve and enhance yourself on all levels. And I think this goes back to personal development that we may have touched upon in the past as well but take that aside now Stephen said in his book as well again shout out to Stephen he said social media is constantly convincing you that there's something they have that you don't that you need which goes back to like to you not being enough it, it's constantly trying to convince you that you're not enough that you yeah. have to have this or do that to be enough. And then when you have and do that, there's something else that, again, you don't have. So it's a constant cycle of things that you don't have and that you're not enough. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. There's people who are just happy doing the nine to five in a job that they enjoy. And that's fine. Like, why are we now all of a sudden trying, well, we as in social media, trying to portray this idea that you need side hustles? that you need to have all these things going on in your life, otherwise you're not successful, quote to quote. It's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, and that's why I called it toxic hustle culture, because yeah. hustle culture, that's cool, that's fine. But social media that's adds fine. the twist of it being toxic, because it's like, if you're not doing it, you're below everyone else, you're not enough, you yeah. all these things, but that's not true. Like, there's people who are happy doing the things they're doing. There's people who are happy just with, this, that, whatever it is. And you don't have to do everything that social media is telling you to do for you to be enough or for you to be successful or for you to be happy. Don't get it twisted. The way social media portrays things is nine out of 10, wrong. And that one time might be from people who are humbly just showcasing their authentic selves. That helps. When, when I've seen yeah. big figures on social media being super humble 
and super transparent and authentic. And I think that's the kind of people we need on social media. We need more people that are being more authentic, that are being more real, because it helps level down the play field between unrealistic and yeah. reality. And notice how I said unrealistic and reality instead of realistic. It's just reality. This is reality. It's not more yeah. realistic or less realistic. It's just reality versus standards that are just imaginary and, you know, what social media does is what it does. But I think we've spoken quite about a few things. Let's touch on hate real quick, because I think that's something we need to touch. There's no way we can't touch on it. And we touched on it earlier, but let's yeah. go a bit deeper into it. I'm not sure what's going on, to be honest, but it feels like it's become this game on social media where the people who hate the most get the most kick out of it. Like, when someone drops the most hateful, funny, and I say funny code to code because people are trying to be funny whilst hating to try and get the most amount of, again, likes, to try to get the most amount of likes so that their comment gets put on the top comments according to the algorithm, right? Because the more likes you get on a comment, the more you get bumped up, which is how yeah. the algorithm works. And I feel like that, plus combined with people who clearly have something missing in their lives, because people don't hate out of hate. People hate because yeah. they hate themselves. The way you treat other, other people is actually a reflection of how you treat yourself or how you see yourself and I feel like this cycle of hate is just completely wrong it's just putting people in a tough spot I read this article the other day about a creator who took their life and this is like honestly very sad I'm, I'm not I can't even I can't even imagine what someone has to go through in terms of the amount of things they're dealing with because of social media to get them to that point. Like, it's very sad, very, very sad. And the question is, when does it all stop? At what point do people realize that you need to fix yourself, that hate isn't cool? And we, no one's normalizing that it's cool, but apart from the people that are hating that think it's cool, like, it's just ridiculous. And I think, we, I think it's important to talk about it because it's, it's got to a point where it's just very sad to see. Definitely. Like, so for example, I'm quite like a small creator. Like I have like less than a thousand followers on Instagram, TikTok, etc. And I get hate comments. Like I get people just hating on me, saying, oh, you're not even pretty. You're so ugly. You're fat. You're this. And I'm, I've got like a thousand followers. So for me, that's like every like couple of weeks, I'll get like hateful comments coming through. Now, times that by like hundreds and thousands of followers, I can't even begin to imagine how much hate those people must be getting and how much they must have to ignore. Like I see some of the creators actually posting their kind of screenshots of their messages and all of them are just filled with hate. People are like, oh, you're so fat. Like, I don't know why you're trying to normalize your body like that. You're so ugly. You're so dark. You're so broke. And I'm just like, how can you say that to other people? Like... Does your mind not stop you? Like, do you not have a conscience to, that makes you think, what am I saying? And these people go to all kinds of lengths. They'll make, like, fake accounts. They'll make, like, videos. They'll do so much just to go there. And it's so disgusting. 
And then what happens is, for example, you talked about uh, like a creator who obviously decided to commit suicide because of this. That happens. It comes on social media. Everyone talks about it. Everyone's like, hashtag be kind. Hashtag like, it's nice to be kind. All of that. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to be like, everyone's going to be nice from now on. A few months down the line, the same thing happens again. And hashtag be kind is trending again. But nothing actually changes. I genuinely think it's gotten to a point where we actually need some kind of laws in place that we, that people can use, that creators can use to actually say, you know what, this person has been really hateful, I'd like to report them. Because at this point, the amount of hate I've seen on different creators, on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, I just don't think there is any other way out other than like some kind of laws or regulations to stop these people or show them, you know what, if you do this, there are consequences. Because right now they don't see consequences, they just think, this is funny, I'm getting likes, I'm going to keep doing it. It's the case of, if it's not acceptable to harass someone in person, why is it unacceptable by quote to quote on social media like all these keyboard warriors this is what you know people who do that that's what they are they keyboard warriors right yeah like for them to just like they wouldn't do that in person right but because they're behind the screen because they're behind a little keyboard they act like they're little keyboard warriors and they go on a tangent and as if that is going to make their life better in in fact it's not doing anything to your life so don't don't be tricked by it if you're doing that you spoke about a point that i really want to touch on and this is a call out to all social medias. You need to do better. I'm sorry, but if you have an algorithm that can push things the way that it pushes at the moment, you can tweak that algorithm to better spot these things, to better prevent in, in, to an extent these things. Because currently the algorithm says that the more liked your comment is, the more I'm going to push it, which means that any comment positive or negative, will get pushed as long as it gets more likes. I'm sure there is a way to tweak the algorithm to try and identify the type of words that are being there. And if the type of words are associated to negative connotations, then you could kind of easily like, again, high level speaking, derive that that's not a good comment, it's a negative comment, and then not push it so much. Like the algorithms, like social media needs to do better. For example, why are we not pushing for ID verification. And I'm not talking, bear in mind, I am not talking about the blue tick. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when someone signs up to a social media to create a social media account, why are we not doing ID verification there? Because I'll tell you one thing, if that was being used right now, people would not hate so much. They would yeah. not. They would not dare to do that because they know their ID is associated. They know they can be identified, and that that would then be serious consequences to anyone who tries to harass, cyberbully, all these bad things. Right. Another yeah. thing that would happen from from there is you couldn't create fake accounts because if you need an ID, yeah, your ID is unique to you. You do you know what I mean like there's a few yeah. things that I think social media platforms in general can do to start working towards and i'm not saying they're not working towards it i'm sure they must be doing something like it's become so obvious that i'd be surprised if as a business who has a product that is a social media platform is not working towards 
trying to decrease the levels of negativity by improving the platform in certain ways. But I'm just saying right now, plain field, social media platforms need to do better. And it's, it's sad because it's not even their fault that people are just hating. But unfortunately, that's your yeah. platform. And what happens on your platform becomes sort of your responsibility in a way, indirectly becomes your responsibility. Yeah. So if there's anything that as a platform you can do, then do it, do better. Because I, I just drew like two or three ideas now that I can see, must, can see working and decreasing things. It's never going to eliminate 100%, but it will decrease it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of just wanted to touch upon the fact that hate that is happening is ridiculous. For those people listening that do get a lot of hate, including ourselves and yourself as well, Nabila, it, it, it's one of those things where kind of just got to keep it moving and remember that, you know what, other people's opinions don't matter. It's hard, especially for the people who get it a thousand DMs every day because they have a huge following and, and so on and so forth. And it's hard as well for the people who might have get even one a day, right? Or one a week. It's still hard, as hard as it is. And again, it has effects on mental health and, and so on and so forth. So just um, hoping to see that social media platforms do better, that people as human beings do better. Because Definitely. if people did better, then there would have been no need for social media platforms to start acting on these things, right? So it goes back to be a human, be a kind human and stop hashtagging it, actually follow it through because using a hashtag <laughs> isn't going to do anything unless you actually follow it with actions, right? Actions speak louder than words. And if you want to use words, make sure your words are actionable. Positives of social media. We've spoken about them, but one of the ones that we didn't touch upon was the content creator thing. And you mentioned that you're a content creator yourself, small one, but doesn't matter, you're still one. And I yeah. think... Social media has shed light to a whole new wave of jobs that didn't exist before. I'm not just talking about social media influencers. I'm talking about content creators. Because I feel like everyone on social media is a content creator at a high level to some degree, form or shape. I think you, like you said, you're a content creator. I even, I don't really think of myself as a content creator, but I guess if we were to actually look at it from a high level, I probably am as well, right? I have a podcast. I just put, just put a documentary out. Like, I guess okay. it does fall under the category of a content creator, even though I don't necessarily see myself as one. Now, the levels of creativity are insane. They have risen to a whole new degree. It's like a whole new age being born. What are your thoughts yeah. on it? Honestly, like I said, Betsy, I obviously content create myself and I spend a lot of time looking at the people's content as well just because I like to be inspired, just because I like to see what, what else is happening out there, trends and stuff. And the level of creativity has literally just massively gone up. The stuff you see people putting out there in terms of dances, in terms of the food they cook, in terms of like the art they create, whatever it is, it has gone to such a new level. And every day on TikTok or Instagram, I'll see something new and I'll be like, wow, how did that person even think of this? That would not have even crossed my mind. And I'm just in awe. I just sit there, I'm like, wow, people are so creative. And I'm so glad social media exists just for that reason, because otherwise, how would I ever see some of this creativity it would never come in front of me people would just be in their houses creating these things or potentially not even creating them because sometimes the case of you know 
while you're doing your thing on social media, something comes to you or you've seen something that inspires you and you're like, oh my God, this is really good. Like, for example, um, on TikTok, right, you can do stitches and duets and stuff, right, from other people's content. And some of the most creative content I've seen hasn't even been original content, but it's been someone who's, like, stitched someone else's video and that has been hilarious. So sometimes we need each other to come out with this creative stuff and social media has given a space for that. Social media has given a job to so many people. Um, for example, the other day, I think I was reading some kind of article around, um, you know, what young people want to be in the future, basically. And our traditional jobs or conventional jobs that used to be there, like doctors, engineers, you know, lawyers and stuff, were there, but they were like a lot lower down in comparison to, you know, content creators or social media managers or all of these jobs related to social media and it's actually exciting to see this because it shows that you know what young people are seeing a different way for themselves they're creating this world where they're happy to express themselves and that to me is one of the biggest positives of social media that people are happy to express themselves and actually go out there and do that I think it's it's lovely what you see now is more than ever a wave of creativity that has no boundaries. Uh, the sky is the limit. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Yeah. And you spoke about TikTok. I mean, let's touch on TikTok just real quick. The way TikTok works, and I know Instagram came out with Reels for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, if they can't buy you, they will make sure that they're definitely competing. But yeah. regardless of it being Reels or TikTok, um, TikTok itself is those type of platforms that you see people creating anything and everything more than you would see on Instagram because Instagram isn't ne wasn't necessarily at the time made for that kind of just video content short form yeah. scroll all the time and try and do all these little things and edits like the video editors and, and all that TikTok yeah. has inspired literally people to create and to create what they want which I think is the beauty of it because you now see so many people creating content on TikTok. And what you also see is people creating the content that they want to create. And I think that's really cool. I think that's so cool. I think for yeah. you to be able to jump on a platform and create the content that you want to create regardless of how cringe it is or how silly it may be or how funny or not or, you know, just the way... Whatever that, it is. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is, you're creating content that you want to create and that's super cool. That is, that is dope. I, I think TikTok has definitely been a catalyzer, especially around the first lockdown when the pandemic first hit. Yeah. TikTok was the catalyzer for people's creativity levels. And now you see a lot of a lot of people living off it, which is pretty cool. And again, generate some sort of standard as well around, you know, everyone now wants to, like you said, the young young kids, which is crazy. Like in our times, when we got asked the question in primary school, all of our answers would have been something along the lines of doctors, engineers, lawyers, all of this, all of that. Whereas now yeah. the standard answer, according to the article you read that you just mentioned, is I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a TikToker. I want to be a social media influencer or, or whatever. And it's it's interesting to see how the whole paradigm has shifted because if any of us had said that ages ago, it would have not been something acceptable. 
people would look down on it, which is ridiculous. Now looking at, I mean, I'm sure people still look down on it to some extent, but I think it's proven itself to such a point where you can't ignore that there are people who do this for a living and are happy doing it, right? It's it's something that people yeah. who enjoy creative creative gigs and are able to fulfill them are always going to benefit the most of it. So I think to wrap up the content, content creating topic that we were just talking about, I'm enjoying seeing people creating content, especially content that is also positive, right? None of that negative yeah. stuff, none of, none of that. Just pure having fun, being happy in your own element, just doing random stuff, right? That, that's cool. I think that's cool. And I enjoy your content, by the way. I, I, I told you I, I was watching you a few YouTube videos that you made and a few TikToks uh, and reels that you made. Just, I think it's just really cool. Like, and, and you're creating what you want to create, right? You're not doing exactly. it for anything else. I'm sure that there might be people who do content creating for different purposes. But like, it sounds like you're happy when you're doing it. I, I think that's cool. I think I generally think that's cool. Definitely. And one of my biggest advices, especially if you are trying to do something on TikTok specifically, because I think Instagram is a different ballgame, but I think with TikTok, one of my biggest pieces of advice would be just be yourself. I think when the audience on TikTok is watching you, they can tell when you're having fun. So just be you and have fun. And that is going to take you a lot further than being someone else or copying someone else, because that doesn't work specifically on TikTok. And to your point is as well, not everyone has to be a content creator not anyone not everyone has to be someone doing something on social media so don't get it twisted we're just talking about content creativity because it's something that has popped off but yeah this is not a standard and and so just want to clear that up because the the whole throughout this whole episode i think what me and you maybe have been saying is like we need to stop being influenced by the outside influencers and yeah. I believe I did not phrase this correctly. But hey, anyways, I repeated influences twice. It's okay, I'm Portuguese. But the point is, you know, stop seeking external validation. Accept the fact that you are enough because you are. Whether you believe yeah. it or not at this point in time, you are enough, right? On everything you do, on everything you have. So be grateful because the, you have a lot more going on than, than you think. And finally don't get wrapped up in this fake goals, toxic hustle culture, and don't get too wrapped up on the hate that is going on. Unfortunately, there are things outside of our control. And this is one of the piece of advices that I give to anyone in life, right? Don't get too caught up on the things that you can't control. Focus on what you can control. And for the most part, what you can control is the way you react the way you get back up after falling, the way you now move forward after dealing with certain situations. That's what you can, because a lot of the things that come yeah. at us are things that we can't control. Unfortunately, we can't control everything in life. And there's a lot of things that I personally wish I had control over, which I don't. But then I make do with the fact that the one thing I can control is the way I perceive the situation and the way I handle it and the way I react to it. So that's sort of like my advice for, for today. Now, let's play a little game, Navida. You know, I love my podcasting games, and I come up with a few ones here and there. Today's game is different, and it's very catered to this episode. So it's called Our Favorite People on Social Media. So this segment is going to be a short segment, not too long, Mm -hmm. but it's basically aimed at each of us mentioning our favorite people that we follow on social media, and briefly just discuss why. 
again it's favorite people so it it could be anyone it could be your neighbor it could be an athlete uh, a writer it does a social media influencer uh, it it could be content it could be anyone that you yeah. follow on social media so it's not limited to just social media influencers it's not limited just to content creators it could just literally be anyone that you follow on social media that you, you have love and respect for and, and and just briefly discuss why is that cool that's fun all right you ready then yeah good to go all right so let's do it this way you mentioned one person i mentioned one person and we just kind of just go back to back uh, that makes it more fun okay and then we'll just go for a little bit and see see what comes out of this do you want to start okay cool uh the first person i would say is um nabella so nabella is a bengali um instagrammer but she also has has like a youtube channel so she kind of covers like lifestyle all of those things um when i first started following her she was quite a small account but she now has like i think a million or two million people following her or something um and i believe if you've got that kind of following there has to be a reason for it and for her it's just her real kind of transparency about everything so she's obviously Bengali she's married um a white guy so she talks about how that journey went for her like within the South Asian community it's very difficult to kind of have those I guess intercultural relationships so she's kind of shown how she's managed that transition and convinced her parents and now she's on this journey to obviously try and have a child and she's obviously having some difficulties um and she's talking about that journey and for me I absolutely love it when you know influencers or content creators are really transparent about their journeys and are trying to help other people because she's constantly talking about what other people can do what they can do to help themselves and i just love that like every time a video of her comes up on my page i know that i will enjoy it and it will leave me feeling good it'll leave me feeling positive and that i think is a perfect content creator someone who can leave you feeling good at the end of it that's really cool i did not know her by the way so i'll definitely go check it out on instagram uh, what's the at? Annabella. Uh, just oh, cool. Just Annabella. Yeah. yeah, just a simple, straightforward. Great, easy to <laughs> yeah. search. Easy to search. All right, cool. Now that's really cool. I didn't know about her. Um, mine one. I think I'll start off with probably my favorite of all times at the moment. I don't know if you know him. You might. Vex King. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, uh, I get, always get that reaction from everyone when I mention him, which is good. It it shows that you know. What he has been doing is incredible. I cannot go through this game that we're playing without mentioning that he is definitely one of the favorites that I follow on social media. It's just who he is as a person is so pure-hearted, so pure-hearted. And obviously, he, he, his goal, and I relate to him a lot, is just to make people feel better. That, that sort of inspirational, wanting to share some positivity, spread, not just share, but spread the positivity and he's got an amazing book which is called good vibes good life i highly recommend people to read it i read it that was actually my first ever book that i read fully it sounds very surprising because its book has only been out for a few years and you know surely i would have read more books by then but i i've always found very difficult to read a book to its fullest so his was the first book i actually read fully it's about self-love, so check it out, Good Vibes, Good Life. And also, whilst I'm plugging that in as well, I also have to give props to his new book that just came out very recently. Again, by the time this episode comes out, it might have been a month or two, but it's still recent. It's called Healing is the New High. And as the name says, it's about that healing process, that inner healing journey that you have with yourself. And 
I haven't read it yet. I am getting around to start reading it by the time this episode comes out. Maybe I have. Who knows? But I've got the book as I do the other one. And the first one was so impactful. I cannot recommend it enough. And I'm sure this second one will be amazing. I'm going to read it. And I'll definitely share some snippets uh, on my stories. And yeah, I just think he's a great person. I think he's got pure-hearted intentions in everything he do- he does. He's genuine. And I think I can't really... I can't really explain how much I respect the person that he is. He genuinely has the best intentions. And I think you can see that. You can tell when someone's being so genuine with the way they they, they do things, the way they talk. And, and it's just, yeah, he's just a cool person. 100% agree. Like, I've not followed him for a very long time, but I would back up everything you're saying about Max King. I genuinely think... Just it's, it's again that thing about just that positivity piece completely agree with you um, which I guess brings me perfectly on to the next creator I'm going to talk about which is Smash Bengali I feel like I've got like a I guess some kind of pattern for Bengali creators <laughs> but anyways, um, anyways Smash Bengali so I again haven't followed him for a very long time so he came on The Circle um, which is a show I don't know if a lot of people watch it but I'm really really invested in it so he came on um the circle as this kind of catfish i don't know if people know the concept but people can go on as catfish or people can go on themselves he went as this old man called uncle saeed and even though he was playing a catfish on there he was just so real like by the end of the show the amount of people that loved him including me was phenomenal he was just so real even on tv and even now when i follow him on social media his whole message is again about that piece on spreading positivity, being himself, and just making sure that everyone's happy, people are laughing, he creates funny content, but funny content that is actually funny and not mean, um, which I absolutely love, so I would 110% recommend following him, because the other thing is, I think he's not like a massive creator right now, I think he's on like 50, 60k, but he's still so humble, and I know he's going to go very far just because of who he is and how he's very committed to his end goal of just creating a better world. That's that's really cool. I, again, I, I have no idea who this is. So I, by the sounds of it, very interesting. I need to check him out. You're just mentioning people I don't know. This is this is interesting. <laughs> no, but this is really good. This is really good. Um, my next person, logically, I just thought about it as well because I just mentioned Vex and then straight away a second person came to my mind. And I think if you know Vex, you might know who I'm going to mention next. Well, I just rhymed. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> but Korsal, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name properly. Let me tell you something. I didn't know about her until very recently. Actually, a friend of mine who mentioned Korsal to me and the amazing things Korsal is doing in 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 the social media world and the content she's putting out and so i started following her i've always heard of her because of vex right but i never really looked too much into the content she creates and stuff like that and then so i started following her because my friend mentioned some amazing things about the content she creates and how authentic she is and my friend was absolutely right when i checked out koshal's content it's insane again similar to vex very pure-hearted, very sharing of the positivity, but more important, not just sharing the positivity, spreading that positivity. And I'll tell you one of the little things that I've noticed that she does, which I think is so impactful, especially for women. She comes on her stories, a lot, I'm not saying it's all the time, but she's definitely come on her stories a lot of times without makeup, which is insane because I don't see many 
girls doing that? And she's got this huge platform and she's just going on her stories without makeup. And it's not an accident. I believe it's yeah. very, very intentional to show everyone that, look, you you as a woman who is unfortunately is pressured by, by life to look a certain way or to be a certain way, you as a woman are enough. With makeup, without makeup, doesn't matter. You are beautiful, you're enough. And I think that message that Kosho is trying to send to everyone, just by little things like that, I'm sure there's a lot more that Kosho does, right? But I just want to mention this one thing that I've noticed, which is insane. She, that's, that's incredible. I don't see, I don't see a lot of women. In fact, I don't, I can't even name someone else that I've seen jump on a story with thousands and thousands and thousands of followers without makeup and sending that kind of strong message. That is very strong, in my opinion. That is very positive, in my opinion. Definitely. And like you said, I think that piece of makeup is such a big thing. Um, and for her to do that, I honestly rate her so much for it. Because like you said, not many people would do that because it's such a scary thing when you've got that many followers. Um, and I guess that brings me perfectly onto my next creator, which would be um, Danmi. So Danmi is someone, again, she's not like a massive follower like in a Gorshul Next King or Nabella. But for me, she is phenomenal. So we talked about unrealistic expectations that come from social media. And she has been smashing them left right and center the way she calls out bullying the way she calls out hate the way she calls out you know some um people will just reach out to her and be like oh can you promote this for me can you promote that for me and she's like no like okay i have a platform and i want to support the people around me but this isn't my job right and you have to be kind some people just message her like just promote this for me without any please any thank you and the way she calls all that stuff out, the way she promotes positivity, and she's always like, if you're getting hate on your social media, tell them off, like tell, block them. She tells you exactly what to do. And I absolutely adore that about her. The other thing she does is, which is, again, she's very open and honest about. So she used to work for one of the big four, well, she still is kind of. And she was very open about the hours she was working and the hard work she had to put in and how that was putting, um, I guess, an impact on her mental health. And now she's obviously decided to leave that job to do something else. And that for me is something not a lot of people would do. A lot of people would be very scared to be so open about that. But she has been so transparent. And I think that's very important because a lot of people do consider careers, um, you know, that do require those kind of hours. And it's important to understand the impact that can have. And she shows you that. So, Tammy, if she's listening, I just need her to know I'm a fangirl. <laughs> now, you know what's funny? I didn't know about... Well, so I, I'd heard about Tanvi before. I don't necessarily followed her until when we had a conversation about the personal development episode, which has already been out yeah. by now. We And you mentioned her because you, you gave her a shout out at the end, right? And... I had heard of her, but I didn't know much about her. Yeah. And so I checked her out, I followed her, and I know what you're on about, like the being so outspoken and so upfront with everything. It's just like full transparency, and she stands up against what's, what's wrong very clearly. Yeah. And I think she, she is a very strong woman because the things that she's going to, and then she has that stance of, okay, you know what? This is right, this is wrong. And I'm going to be open about it. I think that's really cool. She, she Shout out to her. She's dope uh, for sure. Next one for me would be Erin Kaur. Erin is incredible. The amount of authenticity she showcases throughout her posts is insane. I think a lot of people will know of her 
from Bayering, which is her brand, her company, her business, basically like her baby, right? She, she, you could, yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, what? I wish Erin could see this. So this is obviously audio, but maybe they just showcase the bottle, uh, by Aaron bottom. I also have it, by the way, I have the bottle and the brush, oh, the combination, uh, but that, that's so cool. I, that's so crazy how you just had the bottle just literally in front of you. Uh, I wish people could see this, but it's audio only. But yeah, anyways. So her brand is insane, the story behind the brand, and just her as a person, I feel like she's super, super authentic. And I think you need that. In fact, all of these creators or people that we follow on social media that we just mentioned, they are super authentic. That is one thing yeah. that is common across it. And yeah, she, she's just incredible. I have a lot of respect for her, her story, the things she's been through, her journey. I think it makes her who she is and she, if you look at her Instagram, her bio says doing it for the girls who grew up without a mom or sisters. And I think that's very, very powerful, right? Wanting to be that role model. In fact, that real model, right? Because I have this thing where I prefer the, the, the term real model than role because role model would, would kind of imply that you play a role, but you don't. And she's not. She's a real model, right? Every, all of us are real models in our own way, right? Because we're being who we are. Mm -hmm. I think that, that she's just so cool with everything she does. Authenticity is up there for sure. I would 100% agree. And I think the other thing she does really well is, and we've talked about kind of the toxic hustle culture, and she obviously hustles very hard and it's not toxic at all. And she hustles so much for her business. But I love the fact that she's so open about her struggles. It's not that she overnight became this huge person or her business became this huge thing. She talks about her story and that, is beautiful because it makes you realize that if you do want to start a business you do need to be ready for the work that's going to go into it because a lot of times social media is like i started a company yesterday and now i'm a millionaire not the steps you had to take to become that millionaire so yeah shout out to Erin for sure um my next person would be fash now fash is a really unusual one because i found him on tiktok and he just used to do like povs and stuff and like is like because he's kind of like I think he's Korean so he used to do like these POVs about like being like a simp and all of that stuff and I was like okay cool like I'll just follow him these are funny relatable whatever and then recently because of social media he really struggled with his mental health and he just went quiet for like a month and I was like oh my god what's going on he used to post like three videos a day and he just went quiet and I was like oh no like I really love this stuff and then suddenly he came back and he was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I had to take a break because I realized what I was doing was not what I wanted to do. In my hustle to become the biggest content creator and get a million followers, I lost myself. And now I'm working on who I want to be. And now he's going through this massive journey of personal development and kind of finding himself. So he's like reading a lot of books and he's like talking about what people can do to help themselves and all of that stuff. And that for me is a perfect example of what social media can do and the, the bad side and how once you do figure it out that there is a bad side how you can come out of it rocking like he is and kind of spreading a positive message so yeah fash is pretty up there for me right now that's amazing that's insane like the fact that he had that realization and now he's on that path to work towards it and being so open about it because a lot of people have that realization but they do it in silence because they are yeah. afraid of ruining and again, and realistic expectations by social media, ruining some sort of image, whereas he was just purely opened. I need, I need to check him out as well, for sure. I don't, I, I've never 
come across this person, so it should be interesting. My next one is Anchol. Now, Anchol, for me, she is an incredible, incredible person to be following on social media. What she has done for the community, and by community, I mean the brown community, is insane, especially with her podcast now more than ever. And I'll be saying this, I think, for the first time ever on, on any episode. But my favorite podcast is What Would the Auntie Say? Which is insane. I know a lot of people listening to this is going to be like, well, that's insane coming from a guy, right? Because I think majority of the people that do listen and follow her um, are females. And her podcast is very, very focused on all these topics, especially some that females go to, but also males, right? And the reason why she is my favorite podcast is because she is brave enough and bold enough to talk about things that a lot of people in South Asian community are, one, either not talking about it, or two, not to the extent Anshul is. She literally has a platform, and now she's using that to amplify brown voices and to put a stance on, okay, here's the old beliefs. These don't match the times that we're and it she's deconstructing all these concepts that are very old-fashioned in the South Asian community and she's shedding light to it which I think is incredible she's definitely my favorite podcaster and if anyone is listening to this episode right now that means you're already on a podcast platform so just hit the search button and search for what would auntie say because I guarantee you that'll be one podcast that is definitely worth listening to it's just very very cool I rate her so much so much so much honestly so much respect for what she's doing it's very admirable and again i would 100 percent agree her podcast is breaking kind of those stigmas and those barriers which is really necessary in the south asian communities i'm so glad she's doing that and you know what i would love to see i would love to see an episode of you and her together <laughs> just like talking about some of these things i thought that would be very interesting oh so if God. she's listening <laughs> and Angel, please hit eric up oh my do you know do you know why do, do you know what i'm saying oh my god because the amount of people I'm not even kidding. The amount of people that have said that to me, that constantly saying, because I launched my podcast last year around June and she launched hers, I believe last year around, I don't want to say for sure because I can't remember. I know it was around September, October. It was towards that end, end of the end quarter of the year, I believe. I may be wrong, but I believe that was it. And the amount of people that have said that me and her should do an episode, that would be great. And I agree. I totally agree. I think that would be really, really cool. Again, big shout out to, to Ancho. What's your next one? Um, my next one, so this is like the final one that I can think of because, yeah, it's, it's difficult sometimes, uh, would be Humble the Poet. So he is, um, so I found him through Lily Singh or like Superwoman. I don't know, a lot of people follow her. I follow her as well. But I find Humble really, really inspirational. He is just so real. And he's always talking about how you need to kind of break those barriers kind of physically, you know, like we put barriers in our mind that physically stop us from doing certain things. Um, And he's always talking about that. He's talking about, you know, being kind, um, loving people. And I actually saw him kind of doing um, this live performance. I think it was like last year or the year before. And I just sat there and I just had tears in my eyes. And I was like, why am I crying? It's not even emotional. But I don't know, the way he just speaks, it just connects to me and on such a different level. Um, and if you're into like spoken words, if you're into like poetry and things like that, 
definitely check him out because he's very inspirational. He's very real. And just like his name, he's very humble. That's, that's amazing. I love poetry. So spoken word, all of that is very, like, it's very up my alley. I'm a writer. Not as in I don't have a book, by the way. If anyone's like, oh, do you have a book? Like, no, as in, like, I just like writing. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day I'll have a book. Who knows? But I love poetry. That's actually how I started my writing um, journey, if I want to call it journey. And I've, again, do you know what? I feel like everyone I've mentioned today, you know them, but somehow everyone you've mentioned to me, I have no idea who they are or, or I might have heard of them. Okay, I need to definitely follow all these people straight after this episode ends. So my last one would be Serena Worldwide. So that's her Instagram handle. Yeah. The reason why I want to mention Serena is because, one, she's from the, the Midlands, West Midlands, specifically Birmingham. So shout out to Birmingham because yeah. obviously, you know, that's where I'm at. And <laughs> second reason why I want to mention her is because she's got such a good vibe to her. Honestly, I don't know if you, if you know. Do you know Serena? No. Oh my god, is it the first person? <laughs> this, this, this is the first one I don't know. Like I'm not head. <laughs> it's the first person I've mentioned in this whole segment that you don't know. Amazing. Okay, well, great. So another good reason why I mentioned her, right? But no, what I wanted to say is she she does singing, she does TikToks, she does a lot of things on social media. And it's just so really cool to see because even when she comes on her stories, like recently she uh, posted a few reels about certain things about her life that are personal and i'm not even going to mention them because they are so personal to her that i think if people are interested in seeing the transparency of some of the things that she spoke about about her personal life i think just go check out on instagram because it's there and just seeing certain things that she talks about and just the way she comes across super positive super good vibes good energy and and i rock with that because energy is something that you can't fake you can't fake your energy your energy introduces you before you even introduce yourself and even though this is over social media i just get that good vibe from her and she's always like smiling like you always see on the story is very happy and just spreading good, good vibes honestly you need to check her out I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy it and recently she was on bbc asian network and she got given the opportunity to have a show and just have the whole month of march as hosting because you know the it was what's it called it's uh, asian network represents where, where i think there's people that every month get to do a few shows i'm not sure by the way i might, I might be yeah. completely wrong but i know she definitely got the opportunity to do the march month and i listened to a few uh, i i'm still yet to re-listen to the other two that i missed out because i think there was four episodes uh on radio that she was on hosting and talking about little things and she actually done a sick job as a radio host she smashed it and again just very good vibes and i think she deserves a shout out so i know it's the first person i mentioned today that you don't know so i'll definitely tell you go follow them <laughs> no definitely i'll go and check her out she sounds like someone who's right up my alley so i'll definitely go follow her 100 and i think the last person i know we, we kind of just to be honest, I didn't expect us to go for this long, uh, but I think it was good because we're sh we, we sharing people that are incredible. But one person I want to just mention as the last, very actual, my last, last one would be again, go back to Stephen Barley. Because today's topic was very focused on social media, the power that social media has, right? Whether that be positive or negative. Yeah. The, the fake standards, the unrealistic, uh, the unrealistic expectations and all of that. And all of these concepts and all of these things, they all deconstructed 
in Stephen's book, Happy Sexy Millionaire. So I just wanted to give him a shout out because a lot of the things that we spoke about today are covered in depth in that book. And like I said, I'm only seven chapters deep, but oh my God, what a book. The way he puts things into perspective is just top notch, honestly. So for everyone listening, just one, one big shout out to Stephen if you're listening to the episode. If not, still a big shout out to you anyways. <laughs> and yeah, go definitely, maybe they definitely need to copy this book, Happy Sexy Millionaire, because it just, it talks about the unexpected truths about fulfillment, love and success and what comes with it as well, right? So I think that's very important for everyone to listen to. If, if anyone's listening to this episode, then it might be worth reading this book for sure. And Definitely, like I said, I'm definitely going to buy it. <laughs> amazing and with that i just want to say once again thank you nabida for your time i really appreciate it this is, was one of those topics that i think very important very very important so i appreciate you joining me to shed a bit of light on this and i hope everyone listening to this episode got something out of it we i believe live in a day and age where there's so much to listen there's so much to read this it's like this content and data and information everywhere and it becomes hard to separate what is real what is not what you should listen to what you shouldn't and that's the, the day and age we live in it's the social media era right especially for the younger generations it's like you have, you're exposed to so much you kind of don't know what to listen or what to go for but i hope there's a few lessons that will help people sort of understand a bit more that look this is reality versus this is not reality and that if you keep living certain way you you're not going to attain happiness like and happiness doesn't come overnight it's a journey and it's a journey with moments i think people get so caught up in what's going to happen in the future that they forget what's happening now be present and the people that we just maybe just quickly the people that we just mentioned on this segment our favorite people on social media segment, they had, from what I heard, because there's a few people that I didn't know, but you described them. And from all of the people that we mentioned, there was one common theme, authenticity, transparency, humility, and the good vibes, positivity side of things. That's one common trend across all the people that we just mentioned at the end. And I think those are the kind of people that you need to be following. Right? Detach yourself from people that might not be the best people to be following. And live in accordance with your life because you are enough. You've always been and you always will be. So don't let outside validation or outside influences have a say in your life or have a say in how you should live your life. That's kind of like the last thing I wanted to leave everyone with. Do you want to leave anyone with something before we close this off? You've just said it so perfectly and I'm going to ruin it, so I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. Right, so thank you so much. And if you guys have enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next. <laughs>